ill or if it's work, and I see the CM Punk thing, and but they used Dr. James Andrews, so they used a real doctor to yeah. say that he was going to have knee surgery. So the CM Punk knee surgery, uh, how did it happen, how long does it last, and is it real? All right, so uh, if you watched Monday Night Raw, uh, the show went off the air with Ryback uh, delivering a, a um, vicious beat down on CM Punk that involved uh, a ladder and putting him through a table, which is uh, which was promoting the, the tables, ladders, chairs pay per view, which is coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, that was that's your big match, Ryback versus CM Punk, tables, ladders, chairs. Um, on Tuesday, we woke up to stories on the internet and Twitter telling us that CM Punk had emergency knee surgery to fix a partially torn meniscus, though I have it on good authority that uh, the injury actually occurred uh, while bowling with Andrew Bynum. <laughs> so, uh, I was no, waiting for that punchline. There you go, there you go. So uh, long tail on that kite. But, um, no, he's, you know, look, CM Punk has a lot of miles. On his legs, he, he was on the Indies for 10, you know, 10, 12 years until he got to WWE. And, he, you know, WWE is, is uh, nonstop. So uh, apparently his knee was locking up on him. And I don't know if it's directly related to that beatdown. I think that was the story to get him to uh, be able to have this surgery. But I really just think it's preemptive. Um, you do the surgery now, and then Punk is ready for the uh, – he misses one pay-per-view cycle. He comes back for the next one, and he's healthy by Royal Rumble, where he is supposedly going to face The Rock. So this is a six- to eight-week thing is sort of what you'd guess, I imagine? Yeah, in wrestling, though, he'll probably be back in a month, if I had to guess. And so that's what I was going to ask you. It doesn't seem, now guys disappear because of injuries and, and things like that, but it doesn't seem like they miss as many, um, you know, it doesn't seem like they're out injured as much as they should be. Well, look, I you guess. can do a lot in a wrestling ring without actually wrestling. Right, okay. You know, Punk is just as valuable on the microphone or the pipe bomb, as you would say, uh, as he is, you know, delivering go-to-sleeps in the ring. But uh, he also, you know, you'll see a, a number of tag team matches where he's just standing on the apron, he comes in, does his finisher, and that's it. You can you can protect a guy. Uh, we've seen it with Hulk Hogan for years. You can protect a guy. He doesn't have to bump, uh, that kind of stuff, uh, to to get a guy to the date where he is actually healthy and can actually go. So there's a lot of things you can do in wrestling to fudge it. Talking to uh, official WWE Spike Eskin show correspondent Ange Goldstein, who actually was a WWE uh, creative team member for a while. And uh, another question about the punk thing, when they get thrown a curveball like this, when you know a top three guy, um, a number one storyline guy goes, what's that room like with Vince McMahon? So it's interesting. I, I, I was pretty sure you were going to ask me this. So when I started in 2006, I came in the summer of 2006. My first pay-per-view was the Great American Bash, and uh, our through top three, our the the three main events were destroyed because two of the the Mark Henry got hurt at Saturday night's main event. He was taken out of his match with Batista, and Bobby Lashley and the Great Khali both were suspended for. Uh, what were called elevated liver enzymes, because at that time they had just started testing for test for testosterone and steroids and human growth hormone and stuff. So those guys were pulled, and they had so it was supposed to be Great Kali versus the Undertaker in what was called a Punjabi prison match, which was <laughs> yeah. these bamboo poles instead of steel bars, and it was a bamboo cage. 
And so they put the big show in, and it was in a, it was just one of the worst matches in the history of professional wrestling. And uh, it ruined the pay-per-view uh, because we were left scrambling for, you know, what to do with these matches. Fortunately now, with WWE, their rosters are so packed with guys that I think, look, the pay -per -view, this next pay-per-view, TLC is not going to sell. But uh, the replacement match is The Shield, which is this new upstart, these three uh, vigilante uh, heels coming from developmental, uh, taking, uh, taking on Team Hell No and Ryback. And, you know, I, we'll get to The Shield in a second. Is it – I can't tell how big Ryback is, not physically, but with, with people. Is, is, you know I loved him. But I'm sort of like I'm over it. I'm sort of yeah. tired of it. And I don't know if that's just me. Look, I'm always looking for what amuses me next. Like I get over things pretty quickly. Do you think he's people are reacting well to him just from what you've watched? The pop he gets when he when uh, when his music hits. When you hear that "Feed Me More," it's huge. And it's not you know you can't pay attention to SmackDown because it's all done in post. You have, if you watch Raw. His, it, the, the crowd pop when, when his music and his little stinger hits, it's huge. And the chants are huge. Um, I think he's legit in terms of how the fans are viewing him. And I actually think this, this little flop out of a pay-per-view protects him. It gives him a whole other pay-per-view cycle to be protected in terms of his limited offense. Because this was going to be another one-on-one -on -one match, obviously with the bells and whistles of the tables, ladders, chairs, against Punk to be exposed as this guy that can't really hang in the ring. Now he's in a six-man tag match where, again, he can just stand on the apron breathing heavy and uh, <laughs> get tagged in. He gets tagged in at the end, hits, you know, hits his three moves, and he's the conquering hero. And it saves him for one more pay-per-view cycle where he can take on, you know, because um, they're always worried about protecting guys like that. But just back to your previous question, I do want to say that it's like a mad – it's a mad scramble when something like this happens. You get you're flooded with phone calls from Vince McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H. There's emergency meetings. They take it very seriously. This is their business. They take it as seriously as um, I was going to say Andy Reid, but I don't think he he uh, is the best. Uh, person to, to no. use right now. No, I think he's probably very YOLO right now. He's, <laughs> it doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, uh, he's like, I'm just going to grow my mustache as long as possible. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even care. I'm firing whoever I see. Whoever I see first tomorrow is the guy that I'm firing. Uh, I haven't seen authority figures get fired at this rate uh, since Vince McMahon was uh, on every week. Yeah. Um, you know, I wanted to draw the Vince McMahon-David Stern comparison. We could talk about that later. Um, the Shield, uh, I didn't think I was going to like. And the, the, time, the, the couple of times I had seen, uh, what's his name, uh, Ambrose. What's Ambrose's first name? Um, uh, Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. I didn't like him, like when I saw him in dark matches. But I sort of, you know, they come out looking like SEAL Team 6. Um, and, but the more that it seems like they're acting on their own, I sort of, like, I'm sort of digging it. Well, for Seal Team Six is a good call. I downgrade them because they're wearing like late issue big boss man uh, riot gear. Uh, uh, uniforms. No, yeah. I'm not. I'm not down with that. But those three guys, if, if you look at, if you use a baseball or uh, basketball, now these those three guys are the three blue chip prospects in the WWE developmental that has really in the last two years under sort of Triple H's um, leadership 
has really started producing some guys that are actually entertaining and uh, good in the ring. But those three are the three blue-chip prospects they have down there, Seth Rollins, John Moxley, who is now Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns, who played at, who played at Georgia Tech. He's the son He's the son of Sika, one of the original Samoans. Uh, he's got the lineage. Those three guys, they're blue-chip guys. When you start seeing Seth Rollins week to week, I mean, he, he's a star over the next, you know, five years. He, he's going to be right up there with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and all, all those guys. Do you, I feel like Dean Ambrose, I feel like CM Punk's been doing a Dean Ambrose impression for the last, like, three months, now that I well, see Dean Ambrose. His, his whole thing, if you go on YouTube and you watch the stuff he was doing on the indies, his, his whole thing is uh, the microphone. He can talk. And he's got that dead stare that he did in that promo where he explained their their yeah. uh, their motives. But uh, I'm excited. I'm a faction guy because I'm an old school wrestling fan, so I love the Four Horsemen and I love Legacy and uh, things like that. So I'm all for a faction like this. As and the, you know, as long as they don't keep adding members every week like the NWO did and saturate it and kill it. Yeah. Um, talking to uh, Ange Goldstein, uh, official WWE correspondent for the Spike Eskin program. Official on the on the Spike Eskin portion, but nothing official about WWE. Just just knows it and, and worked there. Um, so primetime players. Um, I love it. Wait, we got to do it. Millions of dollars. Millions, millions of, dollars. of dollars. Millions, millions of, do- of dollars. There you go. Dollars. So I'm watching Titus O'Neil when he's doing the co- the commentary with um with the King and uh and uh, what's his name and Michael Cole, and goes off script and everybody's giggling the whole time. Um, I thought it was amazing. Like I really liked it. I fe- I felt like it was a moment of pulling back the curtain a little bit, and everyone sounded like they were having fun. When and it definitely sounded like they were off the script. Does Does Vince McMahon like things like that? When When guys sort of do that. Well, when I was watching it's the background, he was doing Titus O'Neil as part of a tag team, the Primetime Players. They They were doing comments, guest commentary. Uh, with the regular commentators, and like you said, they went off script and started ribbing each other uh, and busting on each other. And, you know, for two guys who are heels, Titus O'Neil is a heel, to sort of be funny uh, engenders sort of a babyface reaction. So the whole time I was watching, I was like, oh, Vince, Vince is either going to love this or he's going to say, there's way too babyface, you guys are killing your characters. And uh, from what I've heard, Vince loved it and congratulated the guys when they came back through and was like, you know, saw those guys in a different light. But then you see the next three weeks since that's happened, they, they've jobbed out to Ryback twice, and then they jobbed out to, to Kane and Daniel Bryan last, uh, just this Monday. Yeah. So, like, it, it's, you know, six to one, half dozen or the other. You, you, they, they got praise from Vince McMahon, but then it's just like, the, you know, I think there's that, that old-school wrestling mentality of, like, what are these – these are my heels. Why are they? Why are they? Uh, why are they making fans like them? Yeah. Well, I, I, I just saw my, I just saw money signs. The, the second uh, Titus O'Neil started going off script and was being himself and trash talking, I mean, it was money signs. And I know Vince McMahon has to respond. Will respond to that. Titus O'Neil is a, a, a champion at some point. He is. He's a not tag team. I mean, I think he's a legit. 
Uh, I think he's a good wrestler. I think like people like him. I think people react to him. I, yeah. You know, I think he can go either way. You know, he can I, be a heel and he can be a face. I think he's good. I wish the Eagles had him on the defensive line right now. Yes, absolutely. I'd rather have him than Brandon Graham, I'll tell you that. Um, and finally, um, the, the Diamond Dallas Page documentary that he's doing with Jake the Snake Roberts where he tries to rehabilitate. If anyone's seen um, Beyond the Mat, you know Jake the Snake Roberts has had just a miserable life after wrestling. Uh, drug problems, uh, way overweight, uh, bad family issues. And DDP, who's very, Diamond Dallas Page, is very into yoga and very into fitness and just, he's doing this thing. What's it called? It's, he's like basically trying to save, uh, you know, Jake the Snake Roberts' life. I the name of the documentary, but DDP yoga is like this thing. He works with like tons of professional athletes, athletes who are injured, stuff like that. And so he's taken... Jake Roberts under his wing. Jake wants one more run. He wants to show fans because the last any fans have seen of him are these terrible YouTube video indie shows where he's just flaring his speech and he's collapsing in the ring and he's cursing people out. And he doesn't want that to be his lasting legacy. So he wants one more match. So DDP is getting him in shape. And if you YouTube the trailer, it's riveting. I know I sent it to you on on Twitter and we had... Uh, I, I know you felt the same, but the funny story is that my at my uh, day job, uh, Big Morning Buzz Live VH1's morning show, we got pitched Jake the Snake Robert. Oh, is he going to be on? Here's what here's what's sad is I had I had to I told the whole story and we we had to pass. It's just not in like the the realm of anything my show would do. Sadly, because we we really would do most things. Uh, we had to pass on it, but it was like the hardest thing for me to to recommend that we pass on it. Oh, but but that's uh, terrible. I, did, I did forward the information on to uh, a bunch of my friends who do wrestling podcasts and re- wrestling webcasts and stuff. So I think we will be seeing Jake Roberts make the media rounds, just not on uh, uh, VH1, sadly. But nonetheless, I will be, the day it comes out, I will be watching that documentary. Yeah, and is it going to be a film, it looks like? I couldn't tell if it was going to be like a web series or, or what it's going to no, be. No, I think it's going to be a full, like a short like a short film, mid-range, you know, documentary. Like an documentary hour. Style, yeah. Wow, that's I mean, awesome. Just the scenes of him doing, like, sit-ups in his, like, in his living room with yeah. DDP standing over him. I mean, it's, it, it's, uh, it's Oscar-worthy. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, well, you're great as always. Uh, you follow him on Twitter at Ange Gold, A N G E Gold, um, and uh, I look forward to uh, I look forward to to Punk's return and then uh, and loss and then eventual right. It's got to eventually be uh, Cena and Rock at WrestleMania, right? Yeah, real quick. I think yeah. it's uh, I think the new, you know I've been on here many times saying the money is uh, Brock versus Taker, but I think now we're gonna I think we're gonna see. Punk versus Taker, and I think Punk will go over Taker, and it'll be Streak versus Streak. And uh, I think you'll, I think you'll, because Taker's finally ready to retire. Yeah. And Punk, I think Punk will be the guy that gets that rub, and then we'll see Cena Rock too. Wow. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, thank you as always, man. Thank you, sir. Thanks. Um, all right, back to that. <laughs> Dude, WWE wrestling is the most polarizing thing I ever do on the show, but there, I know there are people out there that love it. So, um, you know, talk about the NHL lockout with Justin. Want to talk about what the Phillies are doing with you? And I want to know, with the Eagles, are you are you still pissed off, or do you just not care anymore? Xfinity Voice Line is at eight 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 seven two nine ninety four ninety four pound ninety four ninety four in your AT and T and Verizon cell. Uh, I'm Spike Eskin ninety four. WIP Sports Time is 1216. 
Sports Radio 94 WIP. What's on your sports bucket list? You've dreamed of owning a game-worn jersey from your favorite athlete or a championship ring from your team's title. It's all at the WIP Philly Sports Expo. Sports memorabilia from every era. December 7th through December 9th at the Convention Center at the Valley Forge Casino and Resort. Fulfill your dream of getting that once-in-a-lifetime autograph with appearances by The Hit King, Pete Rose, four-time Cy Young Award winner Steve Carlson, World Series champion Chase Utley, three-time All-Star John Cross, baseball Hall of Famers Frank Robinson, Dennis Eckersley, and Dave Winfield, and more. Additional fee for autographs required. WIP will be broadcasting live from the event throughout the weekend. Grab a piece of your dream at the WIP Philly Sports Expo, December 7th through December 9th at the Convention Center at the Valley Forge Casino and Resort. For more info, go to cbsphilly.com slash expo. Brought to you in part by Farmers Insurance and Barbera's on the Boulevard. From Sports Radio 94, WIP. Team, what is going on out there? You're playing like a bunch of amateurs. It's our new uniforms, Coach. They cheaped out and bought them from somebody else. Cheaped out? Don't they know you can get top quality and still save by going with a pro? Who, Coach? You want a pro? You call Ampro Sports. They have everything you need. Uniforms, T-shirts, promotional items. Ah, they got it all. Don't call an amateur for a pro job. Call Ampro Sports at 855-GO-TEAM-5 and get 24 printed hoodies. That's 24 printed hoodies for only $15 each. These new uniforms look great, Coach. Now we look like a team. Let's go get them. Call 855-GO-TEAM-5 today to get 24 printed hoodies for only $15 each. Ampro Sports is the official outfitter of the WIP tailgate team. Get your team in the best-looking gear available with the country's number one outfitter, Ampro Sports. Call 855-GO-TEAM, the number five, today, or visit amprosports.com for additional information or for a free quote. Hi, this is Rhea Hughes. The holiday season is upon us, and my friends at N3 Oceanic have been helping the region get healthier with a free bottle of Rescue 1250. Now, during the season of giving, my friends at N3 Oceanic want you to help your loved ones get healthier. That's why through the holiday season, N3 Oceanic is offering all new customers one free bottle of red yeast rice. Just pay a small $5 shipping fee. If you or your loved ones are looking to lower their cholesterol, Call N3 Oceanic now and get a free bottle of red yeast rice. According to a study done by the University of Pennsylvania, red yeast rice demonstrated a more convincing reduction in cholesterol numbers than other statin medications. Red yeast rice has proven to lower high cholesterol numbers. Call N3 Oceanic now. Ask for your free bottle of red yeast rice at 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483. Give your loved ones the gift of health. And call now for your free bottle of red yeast rice and lower your high cholesterol for the holidays. Disregard previous prices. New pricing policy. I repeat, disregard previous prices. New pricing policy. Now at the all-new Barbera's on the Boulevard, it's the single biggest money-saving sales event the auto industry has ever seen. Discounts that were $5,000 are now $10,000. On select models, lease prices that were $289 a month are now $199 a month. Cars, trucks, minivans, SUVs, 1,000 vehicles, one location, zero down, zero percent, plus instant credit. Just come and get it. Philadelphia's Credit Connection. It's Barbera's Big Fish.
finished 2012. And the big deal? Disregard previous prices. New pricing policy. Discounts that were 5000 are now 10000 Lease prices that were 289 are now 199 Check BarbarasOnTheBoulevard.com immediately. Because all we do is sell Dodgers, Chryslers, and Jeeps cheap. And now, even cheaper. Is Barbaras on the Boulevard the best? <laughs> Boy, I guess. Where can you get the finest products from Carhartt, Dickies, Carolina, and Timberland Pro Boots and Under Armour? What about all military gear and clothing, paintball equipment, or how about products from Kershaw, Benchmade, and Kabar Knives? And how about the area's largest airsoft pro shop, all under one roof? Well, of course, it's Montgomeryville Army Navy, located in North Wales. This season, Montgomeryville Army Navy is your one-stop shop for all your needs. That's Montgomeryville Army Navy. Hi, this is Rhea Hughes, and you know by now, Del Frisco Steakhouse is my favorite restaurant in the city. What better gift could anyone receive this holiday season than a Del Frisco's gift card? You'll be treated like gold, pampered like a celebrity, along with being fed like true royalty. And this holiday season, Del Frisco's is giving $10 bonus gift cards for every $100 you spend in gift cards, and an additional $75 for every $500 gift card you purchase now through New Year's Eve. Pick up your gift cards at Del Frisco's today, or visit delfrisco's.com to purchase your gift card. Cards online. Mark Farzetta with your WIP 2020 Sports Update brought to you by Kmart. Eagles were back at practice on Wednesday as Nick Foles took the snaps with the first team for the first time knowing he's the number one quarterback. But Foles says that adds no more pressure than usual. You don't think of it that way. You just think of it as football. Like you said, there are only 32 jobs, but you know you don't make it too big. You take it one day at a time. And I just think of it, you know, we have great guys in this locker room. It's a great team to be a part of with all the coaches and you know, everybody who works here. So um, we're all in it together and, uh, you know, it's great. It's a great position to be a quarterback here in a great place like this. Also at practice, Colt Anderson was with the first team at strong safety, taking the place of Kirk Coleman, who's recovering from a chest contusion. The Eagles kick off in Tampa Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock right here on 94 WIP with the 6-6 six and six Buccaneers. At baseball's winter meetings, the Angels signed reliever Sean Burnett and Joe Blanton. The White Sox have agreed to terms on a three-year deal with third baseman Jeff Keppinger. Big 5 basketball on 610 WIP. Temple will beat Villanova at the Pavilion 76-61. Temple improves to 6-0. Nova drops to 4-4. In the NBA, the 76ers host the Celtics Friday night at 7 o'clock, and Kobe Bryant became just the fifth player to notch 30,000 points in his career as he netted 29 points in the Lakers' 103-87 victory over the Hornets. Bryant joins names like Jabbar, Malone, Jordan, and Chamberlain in the 30,000-point club. Good news out of the hockey lockout. WIP's Glenn Mack now reporting both sides are optimistic a deal can be done by Friday with a 60-game season starting by Christmas. Kmart is your holiday shopping destination. Spend $50 now through December 8th and receive a $5 gift card for all Shop Your Way Rewards members. Happy holidays from your friendly neighbors at Kmart. CBS 3 Eyewitness Weather clear through the night going down to 26. Sunny Thursday, high of 46. That's 2020 Sports. Scores and the latest sports information at 20 minutes before and after every hour. Jack Schmidt slug number 500. WIP was talking about it. The original Sports Radio 94. WIP.
Spike Eskin. Thanks to uh, Ange Goldstein, the official WWE correspondent, Spike Eskin program for coming on. Xfinity Voice Line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. Uh, Roy Burton of LibertyBallers.com coming up at 1. Talk a little Sixers. A quick Sixers note. Um, Adam Regner, producer, always knows how to make an entrance here uh, and came into the studio. Always tries to depress me in one way or the other, normally just with a, an insult about how I look. But I uh, came over, showed me his iPhone, and on a picture of his iPhone was uh, Andrew Bynum shooting free throws at the Papa Shot thing. It looks like Dave and Buster's. Like, do you, I, I'm not exactly sure where the picture came from, um, but there's a picture right now, of, and I am assume it's here, um, of Andrew Bynum uh, shooting at the Papa Shot at Dave and Buster's. Um, on one hand, like, look, man, I, I fully expect you know these guys to live their lives and so on and so forth but the other thing is like man like if you want it i just there's too much bad stuff like talk going around about him right now and you know how he hurt himself before and i, I don't think he could hurt himself doing this but he just he you he, he gotta stay home bro or go to the movies or not like do things like this i i just the longer this goes on the more i think if if I don't even want to talk about him anymore. I'm just so sick of it. Just so sick of it. Dude, you made $16 million. Just build one of these in your house and do it. Not, not that I don't want him to go out, but I just don't I don't want him to do things that he's going to get criticized for. And I just feel like this is going to be a whole thing, a whole blogger thing today. <laughs> Oh man! Well, at least he's always he's always got the hair, All right? Um, Justin, you're on 94 WIP. Thanks for holding on, brother. I no problem, Spike. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, second second time caller. Uh, I called a few weeks ago. We had the conversation about the Eagles. How there's no, not a player to hold the responsibility, you know? Yes. Uh, way back when, um, holding anyone accountable. But uh, like I said, I wasn't the Eagles fan. I'm a huge hockey baseball fan. I played college baseball, played college hockey. So this is what I live for, you know, in the lockups. Looking like it's going to come back. I'm uh, a lot like the beat writer uh, Bill Meltzer's thought. I'm 75% optimistic. You know, this will get done. We've been down this road before. Yeah. Months ago. So we'll see uh, how it comes out. But uh, the two things I wanted to talk about uh, were one, um, I guess right now, was basically the lockout, how it's coming back. And number two is I don't think uh, the Flyers fans are, I think they're in for a rude awakening in about a, a year or so. With the way this lock, the game's going to change. Teams are going to change. It did last time, you know. Um, but the one thing I wanted to say though was basically, uh, I'm glad to hear it's happening. You know, uh, I'm glad I, I missed hockey big time. Um, you know, at the same time, I, I interned back in 2010 for the Flyers uh, in their PR department. You know, when they went to the Cup, so I'll come back. You know, there's not going to be. I don't think that it's going to come back like everyone wanted to. The average fan, I think they're going to wait. So we'll see that aspect, which is good because, you know, I think it needs to be done. I think they need to be taught a little bit of a lesson. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, um, I, I like to compare the fan bases because I feel like, like NBA, NBA fans and NHL fans are different people. But they're both in the same that it's a major sport, but it's not baseball or football. So, you know, you need both. I think, I think both sports, even though I think basketball has far more casual fans than hockey does, they both need their core fans to exist. Um, and, and what I thought was interesting was that when I was 
you know, I, I no longer am, but at the time during the, the NBA lockout, I was a Sixer season ticket holder. And I was really pissed off about the lockout. And, and there was one point that I just called my season ticket rep and I was like, I'm not keeping my money with you guys anymore. I want my money back. I went like, and I was, you know, unfollowing all the, the basketball players on Twitter and so on and so forth. But the moment it came back, like, it all went away. It was like, a, like if you're dating a hot girl and she's super late and you're sitting in your apartment, you're pissed off, and the minute that she walks in the door, you're like, oh, uh, yeah, you're like, ah, that's okay, you're adorable. Yeah. Like, yeah. so so I feel like the, the passionate fans, even though they talk a big game, they talk a big game because they love hockey. And if there's hockey, they're not going to be able to not come back. What I worry about isn't about turning off and angering casual fans, it's just months of exposure that you don't have anymore that you can never get back. And I think that's where it hurts hockey. It's definitely going to hurt him because at the same time, when you get the momentum going, you start following, um, you know, uh, we, I've had this conversation with a bunch of my, you know, buddies I played hockey with in college, and I was able to actually, a couple of my roommates, I turned into hockey fans, and now, you know, they were itching, and now it's like, they're not, a, you know, they're not 100% sure which, you know, which way they're going to go. They're, you know, and I think, the thing compared to last lockout was the fact that you knew the game was going to change. The game needed to change. It did. It turned better. You know, it sparked a new game, new interest, which was great. This one, this isn't as, so as much as changing the game as it is how it was the revenue and how it was the contracts. So the good aspect is when it comes back, the game's going to be a lot like it was. So compared to the drastic changes, and let's say it doesn't work and goes downhill, so they'll get you're going to get back the product of what it was like when it went on strikes. Now the aspect is getting it back. What I'm worried about, and this gets me into my post in uh, next year or two, where Flyers fans are going to be disappointed, is in Philly. We've always been a you know for a majority, always been a contender. Yeah. Always won the cup, and with there hasn't been much release of what, uh, which is kind of shocking compared to the last one, how it's going to change, what they're arguing over exactly. Um, you know, you're, you hear and talk how the cap's going to drop. You know, here in Philly, if this cap drop, if it is happens with they're talking more than 10 mil, it's going to, you're going to be losing a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. And the fact is, we got Shen, we got Couturier, but how deep does it go where we're going to be able to fit under there, especially with, um, for his college contract? That's a whole different thing. I'm still waiting to judge the guy. You got to give him a year. You know, he settled it. It's a whole different thing. I was a goalie. So, you know, there's a lot that plays into it. And it's a lot of stress. We'll give him, you know, I give him the one year pass. I heard he's been doing better. He's coming off a couple of back. Yeah, we'll wins. see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not fighting for him, but I'm not giving up on him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's talented. You know, he's, oh, yeah. he's got it in him. I think the thing. Thanks for the call, Justin. I really appreciate it. Um, I think the the uh, the thing about uh, thing too, salary cap wise, is that there's a lot. Like there's ver- there's a few halves in both leagues. Money, and a, a bunch of teams that don't really make very much money at all, and then a bunch of teams that don't make any money. And those teams that make a bunch of money really want things to happen and really don't want the salary cap to go down because that sort of, you know, it sort of ruins the advantage they have over these other teams, like the, all this money that they can spend. You know, the, the Knicks make a ton of money. The Lakers make a ton of money. Um, but there's a, a ton of teams in the NBA that don't make any money. It's very, it's very top-heavy. When you look at even prices of tickets um, in the NBA, you know, Knicks tickets, I mean, go on a step-up sometime or just go on to the normal price and compare that to even a team that's, you know, that loves a city that loves basketball like Oklahoma City. It's, it's not even close. Um, Brian, you're on 94 WIP. What's up, man? 
I got a wrestling story for you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. When I was a kid, I lived in the Northeast. I still do. But it was like the early 80s. I'm 37. It was like the early 80s. And the wrestlers used to stay at a house on my block. Oh, really? Yeah. So like, uh, and then, it would, like, whenever they were in town, at least two or three of them would stay there. It was consistently, it was like the Strongbows and the uh, Samoans. Oh, yeah. I remember both of them. Well, Strongbow was, was a little before when I started watching, but the Samoans I remember. Well, Chief, yeah. Chief, Chief Wahoo or whatever is it? Chief Day, and then he had a son, I think Jules, I can't remember. But then, you know, like the bigger guys would come in for dinner. So you get, like, Tony Atlas, Bob Backlund, like, even Hulk Hogan when he was getting started. And they would come out and wrestle with the kids. It was pretty weird. <laughs> That's a funny memory. Dude, wrestling was such a different thing uh, back back in the day. Uh, I was talking to a guy named uh, Randy Seidman, who used to, uh, who actually does, like, production and used to produce wrestling for Prism back in the day and was telling me how, like, you know, because, you know, it used to be Vince McMahon and Gorilla Monsoon um, doing the stuff on Prism, and he was telling me some unbelievable stories just about when it was not such a huge deal, you know? Right. Um, so on to the Phillies. What's up? Um, I, I think it'd be. I, I'm not big on that trade for. Uh, I mean, I know. I think it came out to be like a bogus trade. It wasn't real. But oh, the Justin Upton Cliff Lee thing. I mean, we don't know. We don't know what we got with Halliday. My thing with the Phillies is we're either gonna, our pitch is going to be too good or not good enough. So I'll take too good. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know the problem is it, it's not so much the. The trade itself, it's that they're limited options to fill that position. Like that's that's what worries. Not not the the lead position, but the the outfield position. It's just there's just not a, a ton of center fielders out there. It just makes you, it, it almost puts you into panic mode, you know. And guys are going for so much money now, like so much money. They shame Victorino thirteen million dollars a year. Like, can you imagine if he had a good year? Like they're about to they're about to pay Zach Greinke one hundred sixty million plus. Can you imagine if Cole Hamels had hit? Free agency. I mean, they were talking 175 to 200, but that's a legitimate thing. I mean, it could have gone that way. I just, I'm a little worried about them giving, a, you know, 100 million dollars or even 80 million dollars to uh, a 30, 31 year old Michael Bourne. I just, I'm, I'm a little, I'm really worried about this off season now, to tell you the truth. I mean, I mean Victorino money. That's just stupid. I mean, it doesn't even make any sense. I mean, you've got to be able to find a guy coming up that could produce close to the numbers that he's going to produce next year for. Yeah, well, but that's the problem is, is you, you know, those guys, baseball, how you win in baseball is by getting guys who are worth $15 million and paying them $2 million and having enough guys on that team that allow you to, to spend money on other guys. It's not about paying every guy $20 million. That's not how you win. How you win is by getting value and, sure, and you need to take some work. You yeah. need to find a take some work. And then you know, you know, and you have Chase Utley around him, and then Jason Worth leaves when he when he strikes a big. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's got we got to have somebody. I mean, <laughs> I, I always I always call I always call uh, Dominic Brown the worst trade never made. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Like, we could not trade. Like, nobody wants to trade 
Nobody wants to trade Donald. Wouldn't trade him for Roy Halladay. I mean, that was like the sticking point. That's why they didn't get Halladay in the first place. You remember I that? Bodies. I had bodies. I bring it up to this day that they wouldn't trade. I'm like, God, oh, remember you didn't want to trade Don Brown? I'm like, how would we trade him for now? <laughs> Like a bag of bases and a bucket of balls. I think David Murphy uh, tweeted earlier that, that Charlie Manuel thinks they need a, uh, a a veteran corner outfielder, or Ruben said it. And I was like, isn't Don Brown like a veteran at this point? I feel like he's he's been up for parts of like five seasons now. It's uh, Yeah, and you know what? I I think a lot of – thanks for the call, Brian. I really appreciate it. Um, I think a lot of the Don Brown thing, is, it's not all him. I mean, he's injuries came at a wrong time. Them screwing around with him came at a wrong time time he's just had sort of a, a cursed first part of his career i hope he pulls it together at some point uh, he's got that patience they needed to play he walks um he just he just he never seems to put it all together at once i mean he totally lost the power last year um 888-729-9494 is the xfinity voice line pound 9494 under at t and verizon so roy burton uh of com coming up at one to talk to you about sixers doing philly sixers eagles up until then with you i'm spike eskin 94 wip sports time is 12:36. Sports Radio 94, WIP. This week, the Eagles will give us another look into the possible future of the team with rookie quarterback Nick Foles and the explosive running of Bryce Brown as they take on the Bucks in Tampa. It all starts with the Pico Smart Ideas pregame show at 11 a.m. on the Eagles Radio Network, presented by PNC Bank this Sunday, live from P.J. Wheelahan's in Cherry Hill. Then the game, Eagles Buccaneers, followed by the Gwinnett Mercy College postgame show at Xfinity Remember to turn down your TV and turn up 94 WIP with Merrill Reese and Mike Quick, where Eagles football happens. And it is caught for a touchdown! Sports Radio 94 WIP. Have you still not refinanced your mortgage? Well, soon you might be kicking yourself in the head. I've never seen rates this low since I started Westland Financial over 10 years ago. But I can assure you this, that the rates will be going up soon. So don't delay. Let us lower your monthly payment, consolidate a first and second, pay off other debt, or drop you into a 15-year loan with no closing costs. That's right. Nothing's rolled into your loan. We'll pay for your appraisal, title, underwriting, settlement fee, everything. Do not miss out on this historic opportunity. Whether to purchase or refinance, you'll pay no closing costs. You won't spend a dime. Think about it. All it takes is a five-minute phone call to find out how we can save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars a year. You can't afford to be giving money away, so call us at 888-945-4145. The only way you can lose money is not to call Westland Financial. We make loans you can live with for a long time. That's 888-945-4145. 888-945-4145. Westland Financial Corp. is licensed by the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania Department of Banking. NMLS number 3304. Not all loans apply. Equal housing lender. Tis the season to enjoy Morris Arboretum's Holiday Garden Railway in Chestnut Hill. Your next stop for holiday fun. On display the day after Thanksgiving through December 31st. See model trains chugging along an outdoor quarter mile track surrounded by a miniature village with thousands of twinkling holiday lights. Open daily from 10 to 4 with extended hours till 5 p.m. from December 15th through the 31st. Start a holiday tradition at Morris Arboretum. Go to morrisarboretum.org. Hey, I'm Kix Brooks and we hear about a lot of legends in country music. But let me tell you about the people I'll never forget. 
the brave firefighters who risk their lives every day to help keep us safe. You can return that favor by pledging to install smoke alarms in every room of your home and replacing those that are 10 years old. Go to alarmpledge.com. Every post, tweet, and like will help raise funds for injured or fallen firefighters and their families. Protect your home and our firefighters. Be a hero. Save a hero at alarmpledge.com today. This holiday, give the gift that always fits and always gets returned. A Chickies and Pete's gift card. Give the best of Philly to the rest of Philly and get a bonus. For every $100 you buy in gift cards, Chickies and Pete's rewards you with a $10 bonus card for yourself. Chickies and Pete's gift cards, the perfect gift for family, friends, co-workers, the mailman, or teachers. Buy online anytime at chickiesandpeets.com or at any Chickies and Pete's standalone location. The gift of good taste from the number one sports bar and house in North America. Chickies and Pete's. It was just cold blood. It was just heartless. I filed uh, letters to the labor board. I called lawyers' offices up to get advice. I knew this was a scam. I had done everything I could. Everybody told me I didn't have a chance. We on your side got to the bottom of the problem, and uh, in a month I got my money. CBS3 on your side. Put the CBS3 on your side team to work for you. Contact us at cbsphilly.com slash 3 on your side. I'm Mark Farzetta with your WIP 2020 sports update at Eagles practice on Wednesday. Regular special teamer Colt Anderson was practicing with the starters at strong safety as Kurt Coleman continues to recover from a chest contusion. Also, Michael Vick and LaShawn McCoy still have not been cleared to practice. Eagles quarterback Nick Foles has only been sacked twice in his last two starts. Andy Reid spoke today about the improvement of his offensive line. The group that's playing right now, I think, is a positive. So, I'm sticking with, with that group as we speak. I mean, they're playing well together and that's an important position that you play well. Eagles visit the Buccaneers Sunday at 1 o'clock right here on 94 WIP. At baseball's winter meetings in Nashville, the Angels signed reliever Sean Burnett and signed starter Joe Blanton, formerly of the Phils. Also, the White Sox have reached an agreement with third baseman Jeff Keffinger on a three-year deal. To the hardwood, the 76ers host the Boston Celtics Friday night at 7 o'clock. Both teams enter the game with 10-8 and eight records. Big five hoops on 6-10 WIP. Temple beat Villanova at the Pavilion for the first time since 1990 as the Owls notched a 76-61 victory over the Wildcats. Scooty Randall dropping in a game-high 21 points. In the NHL lockout, WIP's Glenn Macknell is reporting both sides are optimistic a deal can get done by Friday with a 60-game season starting by Christmas. NHL Commissioner Gary Fettman was not a part of recent negotiations but did address the media briefly. We are pleased with the process that is ongoing and out of respect for that process, I don't have anything else to say and I'm not going to take any questions. CBS 3 Eyewitness Weather clear through the night going down to 26, sunny Thursday, high of 46. For up-to-the-minute sports info 24 hours a day, go to cbsphilly.com. Team that covers the teams. I think you're gonna see a guy who will go that inch with you. This is the new Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Spike Eskin. 
Uh, coming up at one, a little uh, little Sixers breakdown with Roy Burton from uh, LibertyBallers.com. Uh, 888-729-9494 is the Xfinity voice line. Pound 9494 on your uh, AT&T and Verizon cell phone. Um, you know, Angelo mentioned this morning that it is the end. That, and it just kind of like it went right over our heads. You know, we're, we're so wrapped up in all the Eagles stuff and all the all the anger Essentially, mostly, I mean, 85% chance the Michael Vick era has ended in Philadelphia forever. And we're so wrapped up in all the other eras ending that it just kind of like went over your head. And I think that is, the Mike, and I, I don't know if I have time to, to do it all the way through tonight, to talk about it all the way through the Michael Vick era and what you remember of it. And like, you know, the, the, just the weird kind of, it was so crazy. Uh, but one thing that I'll always remember is I think if you're a sports fan, if you're an Eagles fan in Philadelphia, you remember exactly where you were when you found out that they signed Michael Vick. Because it was so unbelievable. It was like the first unbelievable thing that I ever felt like the Eagles organization did. Like, uh, Unbelievable. We were, it was at a, during a preseason game, and it, we went to, I was working for the YSP at the time, and like, we were driving back during halftime. I would always, at the preseason games, I would leave at halftime and watch the second half at my house. And me and uh, Chris Johnson, who is now the promotions director here at WIP, heard Merrill say that the Eagles had signed Michael Vick, and I just, I don't even know how to feel because it was the craziest thing I had ever heard. And from that to that seven-game stretch in 2010 to just what it ended up becoming is just it's just a, a crazy stretch of time uh, and just a crazy set of circumstances that you'll probably never ever see ever again. Um, and it's you know it you know it it ended up being a flare and not a, a fire. You know it happened very quickly, but it was an interesting flare. Uh, Bob, you're on 94 WIP. What's up, Bob? How you doing? Spike? I'm great. How, How are you? Doing, Spike? I'm good. good. I might be the only guy who actually thinks we should trade Cliff Lake. Now, I, it just for for anybody or for something like what no, the rumor was. Yeah. Uh, I think if you trade him for somebody, then it frees up money to sign a Josh Hamilton. Also, so you can get two pieces for the one trade. Yeah, I think that the thing that, and I'm I'm not against it. I'm not for it or against it. You know, I, I'm I'm always well. Let me see the deal. You know, that's that's always the same way I am with everybody that wants somebody traded. There's very few people. I think Sam Dallenberg was one of the guys that I didn't care what we were getting back. I just wanted him gone. Uh, but most guys, I want to see the deal. The thing with Lee that always bugs me is that it seems like every time I hear a Cliff Lee rumor, it's that the other team wants the Phillies to take on some of the money, and it's just like uh, you know, Cliff Lee is too good a pitcher for you to be paying to pitch somewhere else. Like, I can't imagine... It, it, Cliff Lee, even with, with his, his losing streak last year and what was seemingly a bad year, Cliff Lee, when you look at the numbers, um, and I'll bring them up in a little bit, Cliff Lee was pretty much unbelievable most of last year. Cliff Lee pitched 10 innings of shutout ball and, and lost a game last year, or didn't win the game um, last year. Cliff Lee was... Uh, Cliff Lee had a great year as far as the real numbers go last year. Um, so I'm not paying him. If I'm the Phillies, I'm not paying another team to take Cliff Lee from me. Uh, that's not a win. So if they want to trade Cliff Lee, that's one thing. And if it opens up, if it gets you a player and opens up room for another player, so essentially you're trading him for two players, that's one thing. But I'm not, I'm not trading Cliff Lee for and and paying him to play somewhere else. I oh, lost him. Um, but sorry, I didn't hang up on you, brother. You just, you just kind of disappeared. Steve, you're on 94 WIP. What's up, Steve? What's going on, man? How are you, brother? Um, I have been in Philadelphia for about five days now. 
and I've been nonstop listening to the station. I'm working up here for a couple months. Oh, where are you from? Uh, Baltimore. I actually still live there. I drive back and forth uh, two or three times a week. You're a Ravens fan? I am not. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, but I am an Orioles fan. Uh, well, you had a nice little run this year then. Oh, you know, it, 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 it's, I do want to touch on a couple of things. Go for it. Since you brought up baseball, I guess we'll touch on baseball first. Um, and watching what the Orioles did this year, and by the way, to be a part of that as a fan was one of the most unbelievable things in my life that I've ever been a part of. Yeah, I'll tell and, you, uh, man, it's a that's an unbelievable atmosphere in that that park and that city when things are going well, um, and that that is just my favorite ballpark in the whole world, and um, it just it looked great on TV. You know, you could just tell the vibe from afar. I, I used to work for the Orioles back in 2007, and I also worked in radio in Baltimore for five or six years and got out of radio and got out of sports. But at the end of the day, and listening to Philadelphia fans, I'm going to say a couple things. Number one, oh, my God, you guys are ready to jump off a bridge <laughs> the moment something, any negative happens. Yeah. And, and, the, and like I said, I've only been listening to Philadelphia radio for five days. And I don't think I've laughed as hard as I ever have in my life. Don't laugh at us, man. We don't know. <laughs> you know, I, I'm in Baltimore, and I hear people give flack about Joe Flacco all the time. Yeah. And today, for the for like five hours at my job, I talked with Philadelphia fan after Philadelphia fan about Donovan McNabb yeah. and how horrendous this man was. And I'm like, the man brought you to four NFC championship games. Threw four touchdowns on a broken leg, and was not the reason that you lost the Super Bowl. Well, I'll tell you. Well, okay, I'm a big. I went to Syracuse. I was there at the same time as McNabb. Big McNabb fan. The only thing I'll tell you about the Super Bowl is if he doesn't throw that interception at the end of the first half, I think they might have won that Super Bowl. But um, I, I, here's the thing about Philadelphia fans that I've always said, and he, um, that they are extreme. Both ways. So no one will love you like a Philadelphia fan will love that you. That is true. No that one. Is very true. Um, but no one will also turn on you like a Philadelphia fan will turn on you. And I think the thing that Philadelphia fans don't realize about themselves sometimes is that they only want to recognize themselves when they're being the good passionate instead of the bad passionate. And, you know, passion is a crazy thing. You know, that's why, you know, they say... You you can love somebody out of passion, but there are also things called crimes of passion where you you act irrationally because you're too passionate, and I think that's the way Philadelphia fans can be. Well, it, it, it's it's funny that you say that because the perception of Philadelphia fans outside of Philadelphia is totally different than what Philadelphia fans think of themselves. Yeah, you're right. And so, and I I think it's a breath of fresh air for me to be able to hear another sports market outside of Baltimore, outside of Miami outside of North Carolina, which is where I'm originally from, and to hear how how fans, how we see it, because in, in Maryland, in Baltimore, honestly, the only Eagles coverage I'm going to get is on ESPN, on national TV. Yeah. That's all I'm going to get. Yeah. And being in Philadelphia, you come to realize a couple of things. Number one, everybody thinks Nick Foles is the future. Outside of Philadelphia, people aren't thinking that at all. You know, and you brought up a great point. It is the end of Michael Vick era, but nobody's talking about that. And for the longest time, the Mothership Station was a 24-hour sports network for Michael Vick. And we were a 24-hour sports network for Michael Vick. <laughs> it's, it's, you know what it is, too? And I think, I think this is less about Philadelphia and more just about the way media is and the way life is. But, like, everything is very, like, 
Um, you're looking at something, you're looking at something, you're like, oh, squirrel. And then you're looking at something else. And you completely forget what you were like. Every news cycle is 24 to 48 hours. And oh. it's, it's only what we're talking about. And I'll tell you, the Nick Foles thing, it's funny you mentioned that. The Nick Foles thing went from, we saw him playing in the preseason, and everybody was like, it was like Nick Foles, like, like Nick Foles land around here. And then every time Mick, Mike, Mike Vick would screw up, it was Nick Foles land. And then Nick Foles got in for a game and a half, and he wasn't very good. And we were like, well, that was nice, nice try. Nick yeah, <laughs> we're we're off of that. Like it, it it's very um, we concentrate on what's right in front of us. I think so. I went I went to a, a school for broadcasting, one of ten nationally accredited schools in the country, and then working in, in CBS Radio in, in Baltimore, and 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 working for the local stations down there, being affiliated with the teams, you come to realize that every city is going to have fans that are very passionate about what they are. Yeah. Now, and what I will say to that is, in arguing with a lot of these Philadelphia fans today, and I want to touch on the baseball aspect of, for example, it's free agency right now. So winter meetings, I'm such a huge baseball fan. To me, this is one of the most exciting times of the year. I'm, I'm a nerd like that for baseball. But when people are throwing out numbers like, for example, Victorino, three years, $39 million for Boston, Boston can pay that kind of money. And guess what? If it doesn't work out, it didn't hurt him. Yeah. You, you know what's funny? I was talking about Thanks for the call, Steve. I appreciate yep. it. What station did you work for? Do you, you care to say? Or, or? Yeah, I did. I, I worked for uh, 105.7 The Fan down in, uh, uh, down in Baltimore for a while. Oh, that's cool, man. Uh, yeah. And what do you do now? Uh, honestly, I am actually uh, a manager uh, for Lids at World. Oh, really? Yep. So I got into that realm aspect, and, and I'm, I'm enjoying life, man. I'm, I'm somewhere where I get to talk sports every day. Yeah, and, uh, I get to interact with people on a daily basis. Uh, quick hat note, man. I love those forty-seven brand hats, but I have a big head, and they don't fit your head. If you have a big head, like those are the greatest hats, and they just don't. I just they need to make them like deeper, like an inch and a half deeper. So if you ever talk to one of those reps, make sure that. that <laughs> we'll do that, brother. I hope to talk to you again, and, and once again, I've enjoyed listening to you guys over the past few days. Oh uh, well, we've enjoyed having you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yep. Um, I don't even remember what I was going to say about uh, about what he had said, but it's um, we're uh, you know, Philadelphia is a. It's a special place to watch sports because everybody cares so much. Um, I do think that our perception of who we are as sports fans is a little bit different than um, than who we actually are as sports fans. But I think that's that's anybody. Um, I think there are some things about Philadelphia that is the same everywhere. You know, like people criticize the quarterback everywhere. That's the same everywhere. I, I can't imagine they're not having the same debate about Joe Flacco uh, this year, or in San Francisco they're not having the same debate about Alex Smith or Colin Kaepernick, and there's not quarterback controversies everywhere. And, you know, I think that thing, that stuff probably happens everywhere. But I think that to the degree at which we swing our emotions is more than – I've lived in uh, L.A., Chicago, and here. And I think the degree – even Chicago, which is a great sports town, the degree to which the emotions of Philadelphia sports fans swing is more than any other city I've, I've ever been in. I mean, from the extreme love, which is a love that, that, again, you probably can't get anywhere else, to just the disdain that we can show for somebody. Uh, we just – you know, we show them all.
So, um, 888-729-9494 is the X-Friendly Voice Line. Pound 9494 is your AT&T and Verizon cell. Just how good can the Sixers be without the big goofy guy with the afro? Um, and is Wednesday night an anomaly, or is it who they actually are? We will find out next. Um, I'm Spike Askin. 94 WIP Sports Time is 1254. Radio 94 WIP. Comedian Joe Conklin has a new DVD for sale for the holidays. Conklin's new DVD, Voices in My Head, is a rare collection of vintage stand-up, animation shorts, and banquet shows. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, like Plus a live set from Ponzio's. You may recognize me if you go down to the games, because I'm the guy that goes... <laughs> I can't change the ceiling fan, but I can do this stuff all night. Uh, uh, Snapper. Here at the tap room, we used to have a Pollyanna. And behind the scenes shots of Conklin on the morning show. A little excited to work with Joe Conklin. What did he do? Oh. During the last break, he comes in, hands me a map. He loves maps. To the psychiatric son. He goes, Look where it's located. Where is it? It's located on Nut Road. <laughs> Buy the DVD at Ponzio's or at joeconklin.com. And you can see Joe Conklin's comedy show in January at the Buck Hotel in Feasterville and Mary Mother Redeemer School in Montgomeryville. For tickets and dates, go to joeconklin.com. Hi, this is Rhea Hughes. The holiday season is upon us, and my friends at N3 Oceanic have been helping the region get healthier with a free bottle of Rescue 1250. Now, during the season of giving, my friends at N3 Oceanic want you to help your loved ones get healthier. That's why through the holiday season, N3 Oceanic is offering all new customers one free bottle of red yeast rice. Just pay a small $5 shipping fee. If you or your loved ones are looking to lower their cholesterol, Call N3 Oceanic now and get a free bottle of red yeast rice. According to a study done by the University of Pennsylvania, red yeast rice demonstrated a more convincing reduction in cholesterol numbers than other statin medications. Red yeast rice has proven to lower high cholesterol numbers. Call N3 Oceanic now. Ask for your free bottle of red yeast rice at 800-26-ALIVE. That's 800-262-5483. Give your loved ones the gift of health. And call now for your free bottle of red yeast rice and lower your high cholesterol for the holidays. Win $2,500, $1,500, or $1,000 nationwide cash prizes in CBS Local's Pro Football Pick'em Contest. Rules, entry, and tiebreakers at philadelphia.cbslocal.com slash 2012-pro-football-pick'em and other participating CBS websites through December 30th, 2012 at 1 p.m. Eastern. Make your weekly pick before the first game of each week of the season. Select the teams you believe will win and score designated point value for each winning selection based on actual game results. Top three nationwide total point scorers win. Open to legal U.S. residents living in the 48 contiguous United States and Washington, D.C., 18 or older. CBS and Dell Sports employees and their families are ineligible. One entry per person and only one entry per email address. Failure to play weekly reduces odds of winning. Void where prohibited. No purchase necessary. 
Where can you get the finest products from Carhartt, Dickies, Carolina and Timberland Pro Boots and Under Armour? What about all military gear and clothing, paintball equipment, or how about products from Kershaw, Benchmade, and Kabar Knives? And how about the area's largest airsoft pro shop, all under one roof? Well, of course, it's Montgomeryville Army Navy, located in North Wales. This season, Montgomeryville Army Navy is your one-stop shop for all your needs. That's Montgomeryville Army Navy. Are you ready to taste the holiday flavors at PA's finest diner? The temperature has dropped, and Manella's is right here to pick you up with a taste of the holidays. Stop in to Manella's Diner and enjoy a hot cup of coffee and one of their delicious prepared menu items. It's a great day when it starts with Manella's Diner, 320 West Lancaster Avenue in Wayne. Now through the holidays, you can drop off an unwrapped toy in the annual Toys for Tots drive. Celebrate the season. Come on in. Welcome to Manellas. 94 WIPFM HD1 Philadelphia. 610 WIPAM HD. From Lehigh to Lincoln Financial Field. This is Philly's football station. And it is caught for a touchdown in the deepest part of the end zone. Live from the Tasty Cake Studios, Sports Radio 94 WIP. I'm Spike Eskin, here with you until 2, when Big Daddy Graham takes over. That's the rumor. Xfinity voice line is 888-729-9494, pound 9494 on your AT&T and Verizon cell. Uh, well, you know, there was something I wanted to get to. I'll get to it at 120. I was, um, something at a sporting event, me going to a sporting event, that annoys me and makes me madder than anything else at a sporting event in history. Um, and it happened again at a Sixers game the other night. It's happened at two, but I've seen it at every sport. I've seen it at Phillies games. Something makes me very, very, very angry. Um, and I am sure that there's somebody else that feels that way. I'll talk about that right around um, 120. Something else that makes me very, very angry um, is when I decide to uh, to head over to the Wells Fargo Center uh, for a, a Sixers game, um, and they are playing a even or a worse matched opponent, and they don't try very hard. Um, Roy Burton of uh, LibertyBallers.com, how do you feel when you watch the Sixers play the Timberwolves and, and don't really attempt to defend them? You know, I, I had the same thought that, that you had when, when I was watching that, that direct of a game. It was one of those situations where, you know, you, you, have, you have a Minnesota team that, you know, no Andre Karolinko, no Ricky Rubio. You would think that at home you would think that you would have a you know, pretty good showing, and then you get a game like that where this team is pretty much down by 20 in the second quarter, and it's just, it's just you know, it gets even worse from there. Yeah, and they, they, they held love to six points and ten boards or something like that. And it was just you were watching – uh, Schved 